Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Financial Emancipation Podcast. Welcome back to a new week and a new month. We are in December, and we are finally in the last stretch, the last 30 days, 31 days, actually, of the year of 2018 you know it's challenging when you get to the end of the year because it's a time to be reflective and also too it's a difficult time to be reflective because you once you hit December you're hit with all of the kind of the speed the warp speed of office holiday parties and all of the holidays and then all of the um all of the actual celebrations and then you blink again and it's New Year's Eve and so there's a lot of planning, there's a lot of meeting up, there's a lot of um, things to do. And it's sometimes very challenging to kind of focus on what you need to do in order to, to be prepared for the new year. So it's definitely a, a, a challenging time of year. It's full of excitement, full of cheer and things of that nature. And so it's good, but it's a challenging time if you're trying to focus on your finances. And <clears throat> this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about financial advice and why people seek it and what do they often do with it and some of the pitfalls or the or the the kind of holes that we step in when we're attempting to get financial advice but we haven't really kind of reconciled what it is that we need and what we seek to do with that advice so if you're listening to this podcast it's because you are someone who is interested in different financial um advice financial information ways in which you can do things differently um, to make some some changes or some adjustments to your finances. And that's kind of, that's, that, that's a good reason to listen to a podcast, but it's very easy to listen to a podcast, kind of listen to it in your ear, hear some things that might resonate with you, kind of take what you're hearing from the podcast and kind of develop it as a voice in your head. Kind of like when you're out doing something or you're considering doing something, you kind of have this this voice in your head that's reminding you of something that you should or shouldn't do. Um, that's one way to kind of take it in. But there's a very different um, way in which uh, the work that I do as I work one-on-one with folks changes the nature of that. It's very easy in the abstract to think about how you should do better as it relates to your finances. The real true challenge comes when it's time to actually put in the work. So a lot of people will seek out um, financial help because um, either from listening to the podcast or hearing me speak or different things, they will think that, you know, it's it's something that they need. You know, oh, yes, I want to be able to get my finances order. I want to be free from the burden of the finances. And so they seek out to work with or to receive just kind of like advice or, or help or direction. Um, but the challenge becomes when it is um, when it is kind of put forth exactly what the situation is because I think for a lot of folks it's easy to think that your finances are kind of out of order and not think that they're in shambles right um you know shambles shambles you kind of know because it's like you can't even pay your bills those folks are having a different kind of conversation but when you're talking about when, when people are trying to um they when they think they're on the cusp and when they start to talk to me and then I'm able to explain to them why they're 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 far worse off than they think they are and that they need to make much more drastic changes than they are probably willing to make or thought they needed to make that's when the rubber meets the road and quite often um 
the people who do come and want or seek or desire to have help with their finances often don't have a realistic understanding of where they are financially. And that is why when I talk to folks, I like to hear from them, where do you think you are? Talk to me about where you are with your finances. Talk to me about that. And then I ask a series of questions. How much money do you have in your savings? How much are you allocating to savings? How much debt do you have? How much? Um, how many bills do you have that are kind of like regular bills, meaning like you have your student loans and your rent, like oh, what do those bills look like? And um, what does your retirement look like? Like different things like that. And when you start to dig into that, um, it can kind of shake up things, right? It can make people feel a little bit like, wait a minute, no, no, no. I just meant that I want to have a little more extra money so I can go on vacation. And that's cool because we all need to have extra money to go on vacation. The problem with it becomes where by the time I get to get digging into the finances, I'm able to tell you that forget vacation, forget Christmas. Like we got to get you a savings, <laughs> a substantial savings based on the money you earn. And, and that we have to get you um, focused on your retirement and oh no, we've got to pay down some of this debt. And so it becomes much more work sometimes than people really anticipate. And that is what makes working with people and, and giving out financial advice challenging because often there's a lot of emotion that's tied to your finances. People feel like there's a, a success or failure as it relates to their finances. There's a lot of pride as it relates to money. And a lot of that becomes um, as further exacerbated once someone is telling you all of the things that you need to make changes to. Because the baseline for what financial freedom is, in my in my view, does not change. There is a baseline, right? And so, but that baseline for other folks can be different, right? And sometimes they think that they are in a better position than they are. So it doesn't make it easy for me to have to then say, hey, you're not even at this baseline. And so what I like to do is kind of talk to you about where you are emotionally as it relates to your finances. What is happening? What is your what are your financial issues making you feel? How are you having these feelings? Because that makes it easier to kind of talk through it when it's time to talk through it. Because if your if your concern is your future, we can have one conversation. If your concern is your present, it's a little bit of a different conversation because there are some long-term solutions that can be put in place that will help you in the long term. Meaning if we're talking about your retirement, which could be 30 years from now, and we're talking about home ownership, which could be 10 years from now, and we're talking about, you know, when your kids go to college, which is 15 years from now, that can be a long-term plan and a strategy that people can easily, easily buy into with a few slight changes. But if we're talking about debt elimination and credit repair and really putting yourself in a position where your finances are working well for you right now, the challenge is because there's so many changes that have to be made. And people, and I am one of those people, we enjoy freedom. Money is supposed to give you freedom and we enjoy the freedom that money can give. And sometimes the freedom we take from money is detrimental to our future. It's detrimental to our finances. But sometimes we take it because other aspects of our life, we need we, we, we suffer. We don't have that freedom. So we take the freedom in money. We take the freedom in getting things that we, material things or having activities and things. We take that freedom because we're so starved for it in other aspects of our life where we don't feel like we can get it. 
And in those other aspects, there are restrictions around that make it so that we cannot have that freedom or we don't perceive it as something we can have. So we could be not having the freedom in, at work, not having the freedom in your relationship, not having the freedom in, in your friendships or in your family. And so therefore you take the freedom with money. You take the liberty where you can take it to satisfy the need that you have. And so that is something that we all struggle with and which makes it very challenging to to put down kind of boundaries and rules around your money in the current because it feels like punishment. It feels punitive. And especially when the results will be long-term, it can feel very punitive to say, hey, you should stop eating out. You should stop doing these things. No, you can't afford to do this. You can't afford to go on vacation. Um, and again, what I always try to remind folks is that if money doesn't stress you out if having a lot of debt and a lot of bills and, and and being able to kind of like to rob peter to pay paul doesn't stress you out then you should do that if that makes you feel comfortable if you're saying hey i only live once and i want to go on vacation once a year and i'll just deal with the stress of it all year long and you mean that truly then go off but most people don't mean that because the stress of money is usually something that really weighs heavily on people. I've talked about this before. You have trouble sleeping. People have trouble eating. People get into depression over money or lack thereof money. So it's it's this gratification that you get when you want to do the thing that you want to be able to do because you've been so stressed out that is quickly followed by the anxiety and the depression that comes along with not actually being able to pay your bills. It's a vicious cycle. And so when people seek out financial advice or when they think that they're in a position where they're ready to make changes to their finances, I'm often right there saying, are you sure? Are you sure this is what you want? And are you ready to make these changes? And, and have you kind of assessed what level of emotion you're ready to put to the side? Because when it comes to how I deliver um, the kind of information that needs to be delivered, there's a lot less emotion in it because it's just it's just math. It's just kind of black and white. But I understand, I respect that people have um, emotional emotional ties to when it comes to money. And therefore, that's why I approach it that way to say, hey, what are your feelings? What are you thinking? What are you trying to accomplish? So that we can kind of get somewhere without getting stuck on the fact that you know, they don't, a person might not want to become unhappy through sacrifice. And they may want, they rather, may rather just stay, stay with the stress and anxiety that comes from overindulgence. And if you haven't been overindulged in your life in other places or indulged period, it's quite often that you will, you will indulge when it comes to money because you're trying to feed a need, a need that we all have to every so often be indulged. And so, all of these emotions are playing in your finances. All of these emotions are making you make the financial decisions you're making. And all of these emotions come, to play, come into play when you ask for financial advice and you struggle with being able to take that financial advice. Because some people say, you know, I, I gave myself a budget, but I can't stick to it. It's not that you can't stick to it. You can. It's just you don't want to. It's not that you can't. So if someone gives you financial advice and you can't and you don't listen to it, it's not because you can't. It's you don't want to. And sometimes you're not ready. But it's it's just like you don't want to. Cuz you you're not you're not ready to deal with the other feeling of it. So you just don't want to. And that's okay. And and it's it's okay to be in that position, but you have to understand where you are. And so for for me and for people who kind of work to give out and, 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 and provide financial advice, 
I have to walk that fine line of understanding where a person is and meeting them there. And as the person who's looking to receive the information, um, you have to as well work, find out where you are in that. Um, because you don't want to seek out help that you're unwilling to take and advice that you're unwilling to heed. Um, because it just is, it's, it's, it's not a good thing for either, either, either party. And so I encourage folks to kind of do that self-assessment. Where are you? And are you truly ready to make these changes? And if you are great, um, and if you're not, it's best to kind of sit with that and figure that out, out the why in that and get yourself to the, to the point where you're ready to make those changes. It's not easy, um, to, to make changes to the habits that you've had basically your whole adult life as it relates to your finances. And it's really not easy to climb out of spaces and places for which you've kind of put yourself in, um, as it relates to money, but it is something that will give you a sense of freedom that will be much more um, impactful than the slight moments of gratification that you get from kind of indulging or overindulging when it comes to money and things. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as you're kind of going through the process of getting ready for 2019, as you're thinking about what you want to do in 2019, if your goal is to kind of fix your credit or start to start a savings plan or begin to save for your house or make some repairs in your house and you need to save some money. If those are your goals for 2019, then you have to begin to change your mindset now at the end of the year so that you're ready to really take on all that will come with the changes that will be necessary in order to get to the goals you have for 2019 and beyond. So thank you so much for joining me today. If you haven't already, head over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on uh, Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me, please feel free to email me at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope that you'll be back as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.